This is a Spiva Media production. The views and opinions expressed on Crippled Opinion are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the position of others with physical or mental disabilities. This is Crippled Opinion, where every opinion matters, no matter how crippled. Here's the host of Crippled Opinion, Daniel Spiva. Hey everybody, welcome to the show, Crippled Opinion as it's called. My name is Daniel Spiva and I'm glad to have you. This show is hopefully going to be different than anything you've ever heard. I'm going to start out by telling you a little bit about myself who I am, why you should care, and why we can be friends, or hopefully be friends at least. First and foremost, as you heard, my name is Daniel Spiva. I'm 28 years old, and guess what? I'm disabled, so I can get away with the term crippled. I don't think anyone's going to get offended if the crippled uses the word crippled, and if you do right out of the gate... This podcast isn't for you. Straight and to the point, if you get offended easily, this podcast is not for you. This podcast is designed for anyone and everyone with an opinion to have a platform to express it, including mainly myself as the host, but I plan to have guests to express their opinions, whether they be the same or differing of my own. Now, if you can't get on board with listening to people who might have a slightly or extremely differing opinion of your own, get out. I don't even want you here. Don't even want you here. This podcast is not for the easily offended or the faint of heart. Okay? Also, there might be some cussing in here every once in a while, so just get used to that shit. Okay? Alright. Now that the housekeeping is out of the way, let me just tell you right now, this is not my first rodeo. I podcasted before podcasting became cool. So all you young people out there listening to this podcast, because let's be honest, I know you're out there. I podcasted in 2003 before you even knew what an iPhone was. Okay. I podcasted when podcasting was not cool. I was an early adapter. I had a podcast that focused on music of the independent genre, meaning they weren't signed to any major record labels. And my job was to provide them a platform and to help them find an audience so that they could expand their listener base. I also worked in the music industry for a while, but that's neither here nor there. Although we'll get to that in a little bit as one of the wonderful segments of the show. We'll talk about the indie music in my library for the week. We're going to call it Indie Music Den. 
But the reason you're all here is to hear the crippled opinion of the host. So we'll start with that. What's on my mind this week? Well, I'm going to come out swinging, talking about one of my own, Zach Anner. Now, I'm going to start this by saying, I like Zach. Okay, and if you don't know who he is, he was discovered by Oprah Winfrey when she started her network, the Oprah Winfrey Network. She had a reality show, I guess you could call it, where the, the winner basically got their own show on OWN. And he came tied for first and was on that network for a little bit, didn't get renewed for a second season. He moved on to YouTube and some other things and has become sort of the go-to for brands when they want to appear inclusive to those with disabilities. Now, I'm okay with this. I'm really okay with brands trying to be inclusive. That's great. But here's my problem. Microsoft reached out to Zach Anner to talk about their Xbox Adaptive Controller, okay? Which is great. By the way, if you don't know anything about it, look into it. It's great. It looks kind of handy. I don't know because I don't know a whole lot about it. And I'll get to that point here in a minute. The Adaptive Controller, though, if I had that shit, when I was growing up, I think I'd be a competitive gamer these days. Maybe. I don't know. My reaction time sucks. But that's neither here nor there. Microsoft decides to hire Zach Anner to talk about this adaptive controller for one reason only. And that's to show the comedic side of having a disability and using this controller. But that doesn't help me. As a disabled consumer, I want to know why this shit should be used by me. Why should I spend my hard-earned cash on an adaptive controller? Allegedly, that you're not even going to allow me to see how someone can use it. Watch. They start out making you think they're going to talk about the usability of the controller. Listen to this. Hi, I'm Zach Anner, and we are here at the Microsoft Lounge to check out their new adaptive controller. This controller allows any variety of gamers with any ability to play the Sounds way that good. they want to play. They Sounds good. Big buttons. They can be programmed as anything on the controller right now. And on the video, they, they just showed you the big buttons. They can be programmed for anything. That's great. Go on. Now they're at A and B. My first thought was, man, I would have loved having this as a kid. Me too, Zach. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. Some yeah. gameplay. I won. I won both games. I'm amazing. And my second thought was, I want to beat Josh Flanagan playing video games. So they turn into a competition between him and his friend Josh. That's great. But after that little bit, they don't even talk about the usability of the freaking controller. I want to know about the usability of the freaking controller. Anywhere I look online, I can't find any information on this controller and why I should use it. 
Microsoft would rather me spend the $99.99 USD suggested retail price on this controller, but they don't even spend much time or money really showing us online how this quote-unquote adaptive controller can assist us in gaming more effectively. I don't know. Maybe I'm picking a bone. Y'all can tell me what you think, but I genuinely think that Microsoft could have done better here. Listen, I have no problem with Zach Anner. I have no problem with the comedic sketch. I have no problem making disability lighthearted with comedy. I have no problem with any of that. The problem is when you don't give me a second video that shows me why I want to spend my hard-earned money on this. And listen, some people with disabilities don't work, but they want a game. And $100 for someone on a fixed income, it's a lot of money when you don't know why the hell you're spending that money. Is it going to work for you? Is it not going to work for you? I'd much rather know than have to spend the $100 that I barely even have, assuming you don't work, get it home, unbox it, thinking I'm not going to be a badass at freaking Halo or whatever the hell it is that kids play these days, open it up and fuck, it doesn't work. It doesn't work for me. I mean, then you got to box it back up. Take it back to the retailer, which, by the way, shopping online is a real bitch when you can't return something online. So if you buy it at Best Buy, you got to go to Best Buy, you got to return it at an actual store. And it's just, it's not feasible for those of us with disabilities a lot of the time to take something back to the store. Even if you drive on your own, it's just not in my opinion, which is what the show is about, it's just not feasible. Give me more resources online that tell me why I should care about this alleged adaptive controller. I don't know. I digress. Y'all can let me know on social media what you think about this. Am I crazy? Am I just being nitpicky? Y'all tell me. All right. Now, listen, y'all know if you know anything about me, and if you don't know anything about me, hi, welcome to the show. How'd you find me? Let me know on social media, at DSpiva on Twitter. But you know that I love social media. I do. I love connecting with people. I love meeting new people. I love staying connected with people, even if it's on a lever of some stalker proportions, but I love social media. I work in social media. It's my life, but I don't like chain messages or bulk sins. Can this please die? I got a notification the other day from Messenger. We all know Facebook Messenger and if you don't know Facebook Messenger, you're living under a rock. Welcome from out from underneath it. But 
Facebook Messenger, I get a notification and it reads, Heads up! Almost every Facebook account has been cloned! Your picture and your name, they're all used to create a new Facebook account! They don't need your password to do this. They want your friends and they need their Facebook account. Your friends will think that you've made a new account and will send you a friend request. And oh my God, please do not accept a second friend request from quote unquote me. Please forward to all your contacts. I cannot stand this kind of chain mail. And believe me, I know this has been around for decades. Okay. Started with email. Before that, it was direct mail and blah, blah, blah. But come on. Like, I got this from one of my friends. Do research on stuff before you send it. So, me being annoyed, I kind of Googled Facebook hack. And... I found something, wasn't expecting to find something, but I did find a little bit of information about a hack, okay? Now, during this research, I also saw that that same day, Google Plus is being shut down. Listen to this. New hundreds of thousands of accounts on Google's social network, Google Plus, have reportedly been exposed, and Google allegedly hid this from the public for months. How are we supposed to trust social media? Okay, first of all, if you're gonna have a journalist report on social media, make sure they're up to speed on the tech industry social media is not the problem it's companies like google google is the problem not google plus yes i know that's owned by alphabet which for those of you that don't know alphabet is the parent company of google but Google Plus in and of itself is not the problem. Social media in and of itself is not the problem. It's Google. It's Alphabet. Don't get it twisted. Okay, moving on. See Carrasco joins us with more on that and the fallout this morning. Yes, very good question, Lauren. Google is shutting down its social network, Google Plus, after the private data of up to 500,000 users was potentially exposed because of a flaw Google didn't disclose. So, first of all, and I'm really just going to pick on Google, notice the number 500,000. 500,000. Compared to the Facebook hack that we're going to talk about in a minute that did happen. 500,000. Compared to 30 million with a Facebook hack, 500,000. I'm actually surprised that number is even that high. And listen, all the people's information that was affected, I wish it didn't happen, I wish it didn't happen. 500,000 in this day and age of social media and you only got 500,000 people affected in a hack. That just goes to show you that no one used Google freaking plus. Okay, I'm done, I'm done. 
Google says the data was limited to optional profile fields like the person's name, email address, occupation, gender, and age, and that the bug did not affect any other data users may have posted or connected to Google Plus or any other service like Google Plus posts, messages, Google account data, phone numbers, or G Suite content. But, I mean... I mean, that's a good thing. Listen, they have to say this, that if you used Google Plus to register or use something other than Google Plus, your information isn't affected, which is good because they forced YouTube users to have a Google Plus account. So it's a good thing that they forced us to use something, but uh, it doesn't affect us on that front. So that's good. And not to mention Google Drive. Oh my God. Of all the companies I know that use Google Drive for operations, that would be a huge uproar. Really huge uproar from the private business sector, for sure. They hit it. And that's the they big did. story here, right, Trace? I mean, how long... Did they actually keep this under wraps from the public? Yes, they did hide it. In fact, according to the Wall Street Journal, the bug was fixed back in March, but Google hid the exposure for months. The bug gave more than 400 outside developers possible access to private profile information of Google Plus from 2015 to March 2018 when those internal investigators discovered and fixed the issue. Google says it found no evidence that any profile data was misused, but as you said, hiding this was the big story. Yeah. So again, when I go back to my original comment, it's not social media that's the problem here. It's the companies that run social media that's the problem, okay? The fact that Google went this long without announcing a problem of this magnitude, because let's be honest, while 500,000 isn't a lot compared to some of the other hacks that we've heard and seen of recently, it's a lot when you consider that Google has users from all over the world using all different types of services. And who's to say that this hack is exclusively limited to Google Plus? I'm sure they did it for selfish reasons, not mentioning it. It's all about stockholders and stuff like that. And they don't want their stock to go down. And the moment this goes out, their stock is reduced, which in this video, they mentioned that, you know, the stock reduced when this announcement came out. But my point is social media hacks their problem, and we all need to be aware of them, regardless of your ability to understand computing, but when you get a chain mail, no matter where it came from, freaking read it. Research the problem first. Don't just react and send to all your friends so that they freak out and they react and send, please do your research. So I did my research, as I was saying before, and guess what? Facebook was hacked. Again, 30 million users were impacted in a data breach.
The data breach, however, has nothing to do with friend requests. Nothing to do with friend requests at all. It has everything to do with viewing as. So for those who really don't know, you can use the view as feature to see what your profile looks like to certain people on your friends list to check your permissions and your privacy and things of that nature. It has nothing to do with usernames and passwords, period. What I will find that's interesting and what I do wish was in these sort of chainmail messages is that Facebook had no idea who did this. No, my immediate thought is, is it related to the Cambridge Analytica scandal? Who knows? But what I don't understand is how a billion dollar company like Facebook, the size of Facebook, with the brilliant people that work at Facebook and their subsidiaries, how the hell do they not know who does this shit? What does IT do all day? Do they sleep? Do they sleep? Their pri our privacy, our privacy should be their number one concern. Because if we're not happy with our privacy levels, we're going to leave. We're going to leave and all that money that you make with our data is out the freaking door. I want to use this platform to remind everyone that you are in control. And if you don't like something, leave. Leave. Do it with information. Don't react. Don't be like most people in the media and just say just because someone said something dumb and stupid that you just stop supporting something. Do your research first. Don't just blindly make stupid decisions because someone made a statement and you heard a quote of that statement out of context. But do your research. And if you find a company does something that doesn't support your best interests, leave. Walk out the door. And I know most people in this generation and political climate, they know this. They react. Trust me, everybody's good at reacting these days. It's a complete side note, but no one reacts with facts. And no, I'm not talking about alternative facts. But most people don't react with facts. They react because someone else told them that so-and-so said this. And, oh, because... We're offended now. We're not going to have anything to do with it. Like, don't react based on feeling. React based on fact. Do your research. And one source is not doing research. Okay? Anyway, once you understand the power that you have as a consumer, companies like Facebook have to be responsible. Companies like Google have to be responsible. Google gets away with this stuff. Because we just say, ah, oh, well, ah, oh, well, I got to use them for my email. Companies like Google, companies like Facebook need to be held responsible. 
They're too big for their freaking pants and they need to be held responsible. One thing I will say is that law enforcement and government agencies are starting to be smart about making these companies responsible. The European Union has started doing this. GDPR is a thing. And if you don't know what GDPR is, Google it, look it up. It basically gives restriction on what companies can and cannot do with your data as a consumer in that region. It's brilliant. It's fantastic. Of course, it's a pain in the ass for me with my job, but that's neither here nor there. It's brilliant. As a consumer, it's brilliant. And I really hope that the United States takes hold of this and does something with it, does something similar to GDPR. I really, really do. I really, really do. The question that you have to ask yourself right now, though, until we have a better system to regulate these companies, is what can you do to protect yourself? Because the media will freak you out. These chain mails will freak you out and make you think that Oh my God, your information is out there. And oh my God, there's nothing you can do. And oh my God, you can protect yourself. Please do protect yourself. Privacy settings are there. You know, not to take Facebook side, for example, or Google side for, for a second. But your privacy settings are there. You can restrict the information that they do have and what they do with it. Please go into your settings on all social media platforms and make sure that you're okay with how your data is being used. Because once you use that service, you're agreeing to everything that's there. So be smart. Be smart about what you do on social media. Be smart about what you put out on social media. Actually go through your settings on social media platforms before you thoroughly use it. And you'll be good. You'll be good. So all that said, I don't like book sins. If you're on my friends list, if anyone listening to this is on my friends list, which who knows, please don't send me bulk mail. I don't read it. I don't care what it is. I don't care what it's about. That's the quickest way to be muted or removed from my list. Okay. Awesome. (laughs) So... Next, I have to talk about Lady Gaga. Have to. Have to talk about Lady Gaga. I saw A Star Is Born this weekend. And, or last weekend. Um, yeah, because when I wrote my, my notes here, it was last week. Um, but I saw it two weekends ago. And it was fantastic. Fantastic. Lady Gaga, let me just say, she plays a great character. She nails it. She nails it. There's never a point, for me at least, when I watched that video where I thought, huh, it's a Lady Gaga movie. Like, I truly believed she was the character that she was portraying. It was fantastic. It was fantastic. I went and I saw it with my parents, which... That's a whole other 
can of worms the fact that I even said that on the microphone because when people find out that I hang out with my parents are like oh do they come by often do you do you see them often like me hanging out with my parents is some sort of act of charity why is it a bad thing if we do or don't hang out parents having a relationship with their kids is great but for whatever reason because I have a disability myself. People have a tendency to think, oh, well, you hang out with your parents because you don't have any friends and your parents are hanging out with you because they feel bad for you or because, you know, you're really immature mentally and so no one wants to hang out with you so they hang out with you because they're the only ones that can understand you. Ah. Ah, listen, if you hang out with your parents and you're a grown adult, that's fantastic, as you should. I mean, if you have a great relationship with your parents, it's a fantastic thing. And I don't know why that's heightened for people that are disabled, but it is. So, yeah. Anyway, the movie was great. If you haven't seen the movie, please, please go see it. It is fantastic. It is worth seeing on the big screen. If you know anything about me, you know I like seeing movies on the big screen, but I'm very selective of what I see. And this is very much worth seeing. So please go see it. Please go see it. I'm not going to say anything more about it other than it's a great movie. It's worth seeing. And if you've seen the previous remakes of this movie or the original it doesn't compare. Don't go in trying to compare the, the three other movies. Just go see this one and you'll love it. Now, in internet news, I want to talk about Shane Dawson. And if anyone listening to this podcast doesn't know who Shane Dawson is, look him up. Look him up. And we're going to talk about his documentary about Jake Paul. In the documentary, the, the reason for the documentary is to talk about Jake Paul and why he does or doesn't do the crazy things that he does, or why he does not react the way that we would expect someone that does those crazy things to react. I'm not going to go into specifics because the crazy things that he did most recently, they don't really need to be resurfaced. If you don't know, just Google Drake Paul. Two seconds on the internet, you'll figure it out. But the reason I want to talk about the documentary is because they're talking about mental health and sociopaths and this kind of stuff. And that's great. That's fine. I mean, it's not why I'm really watching the documentary other than I just love a good docuseries. And one thing I noticed while watching the docuseries is that Jake was putting Jake. I said Jake. Jake Paul. I said Jake again. Shane Dawson was putting clips uh, from other interviews into his documentary series. And... There was a comment that he uh, excerpted that really, really, really resonated with me. So they're talking about 
a previous relationship that he had, that Jake had, with an ex-girlfriend. And Faze Banks makes a comment about it being somewhat abusive. Let's let's listen to to this excerpt. Alyssa Violet and Jake broke up because there was some a lot of abuse. Listen, we got to clarify that because it's a huge word. Verbal, verbal and just verbal. mental stuff. Okay. okay. Verbal and just mental stuff. Why is it being addressed as if mental abuse is not a thing? As if, oh, if someone doesn't physically touch you, it's okay. It's not a problem. It's, it's just mental stuff. That's not okay, FaZe Banks. That's not okay. It really irked me. It really irked me. As someone who has been in those situations... That just really, really, really irked me. Please understand, those of you listening, please understand that abuse comes in many forms. And just because there's no physical sign of harm does not mean harm is, isn't being done. Period. 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 And if you're in a situation where you feel you're being mentally abused, talk to someone. Talk to someone. Go to a mental health professional. Go to a therapist. Talk to a friend. Talk to family. Talk to someone. Because the only way you can get help is by talking to someone in these situations. Please get help. Please get help. But overall, we've got to start taking seriously mental abuse. Period. The end. Period. I mean, that's all I really have to say about that. It just irked me to the point of no return. But while I was watching that same documentary, by the way, if y'all don't know anything so about Jake Paul, not hit the wrong button, but if y'all don't know anything about Jake Paul, please go look. Please do some research. Watch this docuseries. Like, it's crazy. Like, I just have to say that the parents involved with these kids, the parents of these kids that are super fanboying over Jake Paul and his brother Logan, they're crazy. They're crazy. One of them really stood out to me, okay? So let me set the stage for you. And this is from a couple of years ago when this actually happened. Jake Paul has his friends all living in a house with him. It's called the Team 10 House, which is the company that the Paulers own. That address got leaked online. And kids and their families just started showing up. Now, first of all, if I had a kid and our address leaked, I would not be dragging my kid to that freaking address. But that's neither here nor there. 
but some parents did and parents showed up with their kids they stood at the house they got removed from the location and one of the handlers was very gently just urging the children to move back a little bit and the parent says this Gentle with the children, they make you famous. Gentle with the children, they make you famous. What the crap is that? If you're concerned about your child's freaking safety, don't put them in that situation. There's your parenting tip for the day. Don't put them in that situation. Seriously. Seriously. Who thinks that's good parenting? You know that this person has a millions of followers on YouTube and you go to this address thinking it's going to be safe? And then you don't take responsibility for that? You blame a security person? I just don't understand. It's bad parenting. And I'm not even a parent. Seriously. I just don't understand. Am I crazy? I mean, seriously. Am I crazy? I don't know. Parents. Parents these days do some crazy, crazy, crazy things. That's all I have to say about that. And that's all that's all on my mind this week. But I'd love to know what your thoughts are on my thoughts. Feel free to send me a message or get at me on Twitter or Instagram at Crippled Opinion. Love to hear more about it. But we're going to move on from this. And I'm going to tell you a little bit about what's in my playlist this week. And I'm super excited about it. So let's jump into it. So this time on Indie Music Den, I'm featuring someone that I never thought I would be able to get some sort of consent from because, well, he really doesn't need my help. He's got millions of followers on YouTube. His name is Joshua D. Evans, Joshua David Evans or Joshua DTV on YouTube. And he recently released an album. Yes, I know. I'm kind of behind on this but when the album released i got his consent to talk about the album and i'm just now getting around to it i'm sorry but it's great and it's worth talking about so what i want to do is i want to play some snippets for you and hopefully you'll go out and buy it hold on i'm actually looking this up here so listen Sorry about that. So listen, this album, it's called Seasons, and I love this because it really, really, really shows what it takes and what someone goes through when they're changing their life, when they're shifting parts of their life. Whether it's a big change, a small change, it can be drastic to who you are. And it can be very, very traumatic. And 
What I like about this album is that he lays it all out there. The album is a real genuine, no hold back, this is what happened situation. I mean, that's hard to do. Especially when you have an audience size as big as he does. I mean, listen to this. This is never going back. They told me the truth about you. It's like you're this person that I never knew. All the things that you did, all the daggers you threw. Gotta leave it all behind. I mean, it's pretty deep. And I mean, sure, that little snippet doesn't give you the best representation. But if you take a minute and go through the whole album, you will just, mm, it's just, it's deep and it's true feeling. And that is the kind of music that resonates with me. And that's why he's featured on the first podcast, because it's some good shit. And you should go listen to the album, especially if you like really good original content and really good covers. This is the guy for you. Joshua David Evans. Go look him up. On the album, he's got a really great cover of Feeling Good. Listen to this. This is amazing. Birds flying high. You know how I feel. Sorry. Sun in the sky. You know how I feel. Mm, that, 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 that modern touch was great. Anyway, go listen to it. Go listen to it. It's called Seasons. Joshua David Evans. That's fantastic. And I want to talk about his single with his wife that came out a few weeks ago. This is phenomenal. This is so good that I'm going to play the whole thing because it's great. It's fantastic. Please go to the description of this podcast and download this song, stream it on billion times on Spotify. This is just fantastic. We're going to play it now. Let me know what you think. And I'll be back at the end of this song because I just have to play it for you all. This is a cover of Rewrite the Stars featuring Pamela Rose Rodriguez and Joshua David Evans. Take a listen. I hope you love it as much as I do. You know I want you. It's not a secret I try to hide. I know you want me. So don't keep saying our hands are tied. You claim it's not in the cards. Fate is pulling you miles away and out of reach from me. But you're here in my heart, so who can stop me if I decide that you're my destiny? What if we rewrite the stars? Say you were made to be mine. Nothing could keep us apart. You'd be the one I was meant to find. It's up to you, and it's up to me. No one can say what we get to be. So why don't we rewrite the stars? Maybe the world could be ours tonight. You think 
It's just amazing stuff. Amazing stuff. He's great talent. She's extremely talented. I'm so happy they found each other. By the way, they just recently got married. And those two are thebomb.com. I'm just saying, Joshua, if you're listening, so happy for you, brother. And I want to hear more music between the two of you. I know you got stuff in the works. You can't say, but... We're looking out, we're paying attention, and we can't wait to hear more. We can't wait to hear more. <laughs> anyway, that is my indie music pick of the week here in any Music Den segment. So we're going to move on, and I got to talk to you about some weird stuff I found on Instagram. It's another segment I want to do on this show, and some weird stuff is sold there. Like, I know I just said that, but let me be very clear some crazy stuff's on Instagram. Some crazier than others, and it's all subjective. Let's be honest. Weird is subjective. Weird is subjective. And weird doesn't necessarily mean bad. It just means different. So let's be honest. You know, this was weird to me at first, but I really found to be intrigued by it. So let me just tell you about this ad that was served to me. It was just off at first because... I don't really do any searching on alcoholic beverages or anything of the like. But this ad was served to me called Hopsy. Hopsy Beer, as they call themselves. And it's a self-brewing beer system within your home. Their, their log line, so to speak, is enjoy brewery fresh beer on tap in the comfort of your own home. And I looked it up and... It's quite interesting. You choose the flavor profile that you want. They send you that. They send you this, the, the piece of equipment that you need to, to basically create your own tap. And it sounds like the, the, the beer is really freaking fresh. I don't know. Go look it up. Hopsy.beer. This is not sponsored by any means of the word. But I, I just thought it was super interesting that people would want this in their house. Because it does intrigue me as someone that likes beer on occasion, but not that much. Not that much. But I did find it interesting. Thought I would bring it up. Hopsy.beer. Again, this is not sponsored. But hey, I kind of wish it was. Companies want to reach out to me. I'm happy to. I'm happy to spread the word for some coinage. Anyway, that is my interesting product Instagram placement for the week. Uh, yeah, some weird, some weird stuff gets sold on Instagram and uh, we'll see what I see next week. Who the hell knows? Before I let you go, I want to mention the social post of the week that I saw as I was perusing through social media and I just thought this was great. Facebook you really don't want to know what's on my mind. I am so done. A friend of mine posted that and I thought it was fantastic. Speaking of done, I am also done. Thank you for listening to this first episode of Crippled Opinion. Follow Crippled Opinion on Twitter, Instagram, 
at Crippled Opinion. We're happy to hear from you. We want to know your opinion as well. This is an open conversation forum. Let's have a conversation and let's have fun while we're doing it. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you next time. Bye guys.